0: Thanks for tuning in to the hottest talk radio show around, providing an open discussion for some of the most important social issues and trending topics today. From personal growth or spirituality to sex and relationships, no subject is ever taboo. So prepare to be empowered, enlightened, and entertained during another episode of the award-winning Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and friends. Real people, real topics, real talk.
1: Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in to Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and Friends. I'm your host, Will Strayhorn, and I have, of course, our our resident co-host, Miss Summer Rain, and we also have my spouse, Justin Gravely Strayhorn, who's sitting in for a full show of hot topics, which is definitely bound to be a little rowdy and steaming. We have, hopefully, another guest, one of our friends, coming in, Renee, she should be chiming in shortly hopefully um, but until then how's everybody doing how's your week off So go to a good start slow start what's going on
2: well it's you know I'm back it's me hey everybody <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, the week is, is you know I'm I'm going I'm making it this week like I didn't get some good news and so I'm just trying to press on Um, But other than that, you know, it's nice outside, so we're going to have a good show today.
1: Yeah, what's the temperature there in Charlotte?
2: Probably in the 80s. It's always, it don't matter, it's hot. How about that? (laughs)
1: it's 80 outside. I was like, oh, wow. That's one point. There's
2: no water here. That's the difference. There's no water here.
1: Oh, you guys don't have
2: a beach? no not nothing close it's like a little man-made beach but nothing like um back in that god awful state you guys are in so okay. it's a different type of <laughs>
1: i'll defend my state <laughs> <Don't>
2: <laughs> go ahead with your red state <laughs> wait minute, are we red We're not no really red. We're not no y'all, we flipped blue last year the, uh the last campaign we flipped blue but we was oh. red
1: okay all right, anyway, okay, so everybody, Justin, how's your week going? My week is good. Take
4: a point. Enjoying
1: my life. Enjoying life. With okay. work. With work. So in work your life right now?
2: Work and school is life right oh,
1: now. Oh, wow. Did you hear that, Summer? Uh-uh. He said work in school is his life right now. You might need to sign up. So work in school is back in my
4: life.
1: I'm not at work, I'm at school, I'm not at school, I'm at work. Wow. Did you hear that? <laughs>
0: uh uh-huh. That's, it. That's no family, it. No family, no friends, life. no husband. No,
2: no summer in your life, like literally.
4: <laughs> but when I'm saying, basically it's almost my life that I know when I wake up I got to do school or well,
1: I have to do work. There's nothing else that you have to do.
4: Well, I have to be married. I have to talk to Summer, you know, to keep her in <laughs> mind.
1: So, you know. Mm. We'll talk about that later, I guess. Summer, <laughs> so this is a full show of Hot Topics, talking about everything. Of course, everything, nothing is off the limit. Nothing is here. So, we talk, we speak our minds, truth, honesty. What's said on the show stays on the show, unless Summer leaks it out for some reasons. Um, but, yeah,
2: what's our first topic, Summer? Um, Well, actually, I wanted to start off on, like, a, um, a, you know, not so deep note, but a praise note for black excellence here because um, mm-hmm. we, you know, love our culture. Um, So I was actually scrolling through, and I came across this uh, article. There's a seven-year-old who makes history as the first African-American to be crowned Miss Tiny Princess of America. She's only Mm -hmm. seven, and that's awesome. So she made history as the first African-American to be crowned. Um, She's a great-granddaughter of someone popular in Tulsa, Oklahoma, um, by Mm -hmm. the name of Arthur. Um, Mm -hmm. So I just kind of, you know, wanted to shout her out. Her name is Paris Epps. Um, So I think she's wonderful. She's a beautiful little girl, too.
1: Yeah, and where was that competition?
2: um it doesn't say where the competition was but she is of uh, the princess of america so i don't know where the competition was held at but mm-hmm. it's of america so this is a very high honor at seven
1: great i wish um i had a daughter so i could put her in pageants and so make her do pageants
2: not make her <laughs>
1: yeah make her black
2: across <laughs> I mean some of the little girls can just go outside and play, but we' we're gonna stay on a high note and
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I've seen some of those too yeah let that let that child that one right there let her go outside and play,
0: uh-huh yeah.
1: uh-huh okay, so is that was that was that the end of your topic did you have
2: that, no, that was it for, for for that, just starting off on a, you know, a positive, kind of like high note, positive note. I saw that, and I thought that was something to <laughs>
0: talk well, about.
1: Well, you know, I'm always scrolling in between the mm. assignments that I'm doing for work or in the bathroom or whatever. I'm always scrolling. And I caught this. This was actually like a – someone had made it into a meme, but, you know, it posed the question. And I was like, hmm, that's a, good, that's a good question to ask on the show. So this is what the means is. It says, can we please stop asking like cheating and infidelity are the only reasons why relationships don't work out? Let's talk about lying for no reason, getting too comfortable, mishandling money, portraying yourself to be something you're not, being irresponsible, attitudes, not being compatible, having drug habits, parenting or lack thereof, lack of education. Lack of financial st- financial stability, uncleanliness, and the list goes on and on. Breakups are are, are not always about cheating.
3: So right. the question
1: that's attached to it is, what is killing relationships nowadays?
3: Oh,
2: I saw that earlier. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of people I saw earlier um, mentioned some of those things, but they also mentioned social media was a big one.
1: What, like social media what did they say about
2: social media uh, well it was just they just like commented on it and they just like you can kind of type in what you think they are so it was, like social media was up there lack of communication a lot of those things you know financial instability emotional um, immaturity and things like that
1: do you think but social media is a reason
2: Social media can be depending on how you use it. Um, there are some people who use social media a lot in ways that they shouldn't and they use it as a lusty tool. They use it as a way, you know, because some people keep their apps locked and if you don't have the password to get in the app but you got the password to get into the phone you may not see nothing on the phone. But there's DMs if you can get into that app. There's DMs full of stuff, you know. So mm-hmm. I think Yeah, I think social media can be, you know, heavily up there along with things like that. And also, it's a way for people to check out and, you know, look at other things that they may want and and lust and stuff like that. So, I think it, it, you know, it can be. It's too accessible.
1: Mm -hmm. What
2: what do you think, Justin? Do you think social
1: media is a uh, reason why relationships are not necessarily failing but deteriorating or,
4: you know And there's a damn society I always say that the it's not probably the problem in most relationships. Most couples stay online um and before you know it you get mingled up in other people's lives. Mm-hmm. Where people pretty good picture that the grass is going on the other side mm-hmm. before you get some kind of a minimum and live their lifestyle or for chatting with other people and telling them about your problems, different things like that. And before you know it, there's an emotional connection, and before you know it, going to And then you find out that the world ain't always going on outside. Yeah. And then you'll mess up your, your home that you had. I don't want to deal with the demon. I know that yeah. I know But I like that, you know. Oh, okay.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> uh
1: uh-uh. uh
0: <laughs> oh, Okay. My name is Summer Sir. Don't
1: be I think that is true. I had never other than the like the DMs like you discussed and things like that, and I, me my weakness with social media is that um that comparison. Not necessarily relationships. But, you know, like, why is this person or how is this person doing this and I'm not doing that? That's my weakness with it. But I can definitely see and have experienced the how the cheating and the infidelity can definitely get caught up with social media. Um, for me, I also think, which wasn't even on this list, communication. Um, Absolutely. Communication is, and I don't even know what it is about communication. Sometimes you can talk. But are you really talking about what you need to be talking about? Are you really open? Do you trust your partner to be able to talk openly without um, backlash or it being received incorrectly? Um, yeah. Talking uh, at
2: the person. Yeah. Talking at you versus yeah. talking at you to you.
1: Yeah. I know I've talked about our, definitely We have sessions on Monday. Um, and just being able to have a conversation about, it. like she was always being check in, like when something happened. When things calm down, being able to go to the person and be like, you know what,
3: I don't like how
1: X, Y, Z happened. And, you know, we talk about it. Not while everything is hostile mm-hmm. and angry, but even that, even that to me is still a struggle. Sometimes I just, my, my way I cope is I just curse people out of my head. And I go and just retreat in the corner for a while. My corner could be at my computer or wherever. Sometimes shopping, just get my head clear. Which really doesn't solve anything. It just helps me get over it. Like but um, I think communication, better communication, is good. Um, a bit of expectation. What is it that you expect? Sometimes um, your relationship, and you don't get to the part of what do you expect from me relationship what do you want it to look like you know we're
3: going through the dating
1: stage and the gaga stage in marriage the planning and all that but then when it's time to be married you know we never talked about what does the relationship look like what does it make what is the marriage going to look like you know where are our roles and you know, sometimes i think that um that's a part of the system that's true. may I find out what you are doing that's
4: important yeah um but i'm all more good at cleaning the house than my spouse i like the house to be clean a certain way there was no need for me asking him to clean certain stuff
1: when i'm gonna go behind him for nasty the
4: attitude is everything that he cleans because yeah so i like to straighten up but no, but
1: for
4: Anthony, <laughs> you like to wash clothes oh well, yeah i don't I, like to wash clothes
1: i like to vacuum too
4: so we know sometimes, okay, I clean and I do this and I do that. You stand your corner, you stand my corner, but you come down, then I have an assy attitude yep. when you're doing something that you know you're not doing. Right. Vice versa. I don't watch like nobody's stuff but the dogs. I'm just going to leave it alone. If I touch the washing machine, I'm going to get laid out. Okay.
1: Yeah,
3: that's so, true.
1: Well, Okay, well. yeah, okay, I can see that. And that. And the, to me, that's that the work. I heard this week when I was in training with Jasmine, I was like, how long is training to last? And she's like, training never really last. never really to fill Because as long well as you do the job, you're always learning stuff. So it's like, and I'm learning that in a marriage. Because they were like, I was talking to my clients, too she's like, this is just second year, right? I'm like, no, we're going on four years. Now she, I was like, um, this is our fourth anniversary coming up next month. She went, oh, well, yeah, y'all going to make y'all going to make She said, if you get to do the first one, she said, because those are the hardest years, those first couple of years first time. Yeah, where you're learning each other and you're going to make work and if not, that's when you're going give up. And she's like, yeah, so y'all, y'all are going good. And I was like, oh, well, that's, that's encouraging to hear. you know, because we're still definitely learning and still growing yeah. Okay. What's next summer rain?
2: <laughs> um, let's see. I have a question for y'all. So as we get older, do you think that like the more successful you become, like, in general, like personal, um, professional life and things like that, the more um accolades you attain and and things like that, do you feel like um, your family and friends think of you less and less? Like the birthdays, presents maybe stop coming or the phone calls or the text messages. Um, Do you get stopped? um, Do you think that they don't invite you anymore to certain things because they feel like they Think that you either have it already, so they don't need to buy you a gift, or they don't invite you because they think you don't have time for them. Like, have y'all encountered that? Do you feel like that? And have you done that to your friends or family that in, in their ascension, their come up?
1: I uh, no, I personally do that a lot to my brother, who was on the show last week. Like I said on the show, super successful makes cool amounts of money, so he never gets me. I expect one from him, but oh. he, uh, yeah, whenever it comes to me thinking about, you know, if he's throwing something in his dinner, it just doesn't come off, off the top of my head that I should bring something or I ask him, because I always know that he has got it planned and laid out to his feet. Um, and it's pretty much just me, my perception of him, and what, he, what he's attained in life. Um, I know that's not right. But uh, and then I have those other ones who poor the thing. I know they're not, you know. And I offered to bring everything because I know they're struggling. I'm surprised that they even got us coming over to their house. But
0: uh,
2: that that part, I said ascension, not the stagnation or descension, sir. Just
1: I was just saying. <laughs> oh, I, I in geez. that way I do judge. I I this is I do judge and I know. my yes or no to your invitation will be you know just accordingly to how i perceive you and what your event may look like
3: Well, yeah i, just, I
1: mean me and per- myself i don't i don't i don't think um come on she still doing something again. Hold right? on, baby let's be honest what tell you? <laughs> Let one who's
4: not so and friends buy him a gift. It's gonna get regifted for somebody else. Really? Baby, let's be honest now. Uh, I'm trying to make.
1: Well, he I'm didn't re-gift my gift that I gave oh, him. Not yours. No, no,
4: not yours. never sentimental.
1: But
0: he has certain
4: gifts that he have gifts for someone else, and I don't blame him. But is
1: the, I don't know if that's the answer to the question. But you know
4: because what I'm saying, baby. It was something
1: that. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> right. So
4: hold on. Hold on. He, he putting out no, no, unnecessary. No. Uh-huh, no, no, no. <laughs>
1: Tanya, <laughs> no, no, no. Cause tell what you say about buying new
4: bills. New Or like something that you
1: know. I'm not gonna enjoy. Let you. me clarify. So since you have started coming into your career and making more and more mm-hmm. money. Saying, do people treat you differently
4: now? Oh I, I
1: like, have seen not get, yeah, I have seen some people treat me differently. Um, so you're not like getting gifts anymore, you're not you know, they how's that well, how's that I, showing up? I
4: said
1: it? on what I want is my gift. if you came back just no Oh yeah, you can you just smell things fit there. Yeah, I think that was a, like a conversation that we had. And I
4: understand where you're coming from, but if you buy me something, I'm not going to enjoy it. You're going to be off, then I'm not enjoying it. So I'll rather tell you what I want, and then you decide if you want to buy it. Now, if you don't want to buy it, then ain't no hard feeling.
1: But, but not everybody can afford to buy you what you want. Yeah,
4: I understand, but just say that you can't afford it, and we can just go ahead and move on, because you know I'm not really a are person right there. <laughs> but don't buy me no bullshit you know oh, what what that
1: you don't want.
4: afford it in the trash community. No, boy. So,
1: so don't buy you a hat and star set, baby. No, no.
4: A co-worker that just want to say No, because I don't like and casting Like, that if it ain't name brand, so don't buy it. Well, you know,
0: um... No, no,
4: you and I are on into it. Oh, what, what, then, well, that could be that hard. Well, and I understand people make different amounts and all of that. But if you know an event is coming up for me, sell your damn coins. And don't go out to eat for a couple of weeks or something like that. Mm-hmm. They're bringing me a good gift. Like I'm going to bring you a good gift. But I don't want to bring you a good gift. And then you bring in me a Dollar Tree gift. Mm. It just don't add up. So I'm sorry that I'm like that tag. But you know, God forgive
1: them. Just tell
0: It's true. Oh, God. Um, well.
2: Well, yeah. So for me, I would say that I think that, yes, the more successful and the more uh, things that I obtain, I feel like um, people, you know, stop reaching for, instead of reaching for me, you don't have to buy me anything expensive I'm not like Justin I don't need that expensive stuff because I can buy it myself I'll go and work for it because it feels better with me buying it but I feel like if we are family or we're friends for a while there are certain things that are sentimental that I would love like you know at the time I didn't have it but I was like I knew Will's birthday's coming up and I knew that that would be a great gift for him and so I love things like that like if you can buy me, like, some flowers, my favorite flower, if you know my favorite, just buy me, you know, like, you don't have to go all out, but I would rather you do something more. The You don't have to not buy me nothing because you feel like I have it. It still um, feels good to get something because I feel like you thought about me. And mm-hmm. even if it costs $10, if you know that I like, you know, um, peanut M&M's, put it in a bag with a card, you know, and say, and I will still cherish it the same as a Gucci belt. So, you know, like the material phase, but those thoughts and memories and stuff like that, I take, I do cherish because I can do for myself. So I want to know that you are still thinking about me. So still invite me, still buy me something. Don't buy me nothing random though. Like I don't like that type of stuff. If you don't know what to buy me, give me a gift card from some place that you know I shop at. Do not buy me some, <laughs> some trash. I buy you
1: a bogus, a bogus gift.
2: But I'm yeah, because just don't buy me just a gift just to get me a gift. Either you don't get me a gift and give me a card or give me a gift card or you can ask me what I would want or take me out to eat or buy me something like look at you know, take inventory of what I like, what I it doesn't have to be expensive but you know, just make the effort. I feel like effort is being lost today. Mm, Okay. But Tanya,
4: I I will say this
2: Oh my god. (laughs) But don't buy me a bag of
4: skills that I can go and buy me a dollar bag of skills myself. I'm just saying and and the reason I'm saying this, buy what you can buy on your salary for me. But don't go the cheap route. A lot of people want people to buy them nice gifts. But then when it's time to return the favor they wanna buy cheap gifts because oh I ain't got no or whatnot. But if you know it's coming up, just save a little bit. I ain't asking you to buy something too expensive. But show it's me
0: you
4: for my just show me that you thought about me, not that, oh, I'll run into um Dollar Tree and pick up a scarf and a hat when you you know like on word if you don't have, you know.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. Yep. <laughs> now we know.
2: Cover <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: yourselves accordingly. No, don't y'all, because
0: y'all get to me. I'll I need to, to, I oh need to
2: start saving money now, basically, what he's saying. <laughs> no,
0: no,
2: you no. the Because you the next birthday coming up, friend. So basically, what you're saying is... <laughs> you already know me, just tell me about <laughs> it. Don't,
1: don't, don't. You
2: know I know. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not getting into it with
1: y'all. <laughs> oh, okay, we have a letter. We have a letter. So we we got to give our advice to this, um, this poor soul. So she says, I am a 34-year-old and have been in a seven-year relationship with a man who has four kids with four different women. Oh. We work together, and he has never introduced me to his mother. I have only met two of his four children. He lives in another town with his mother, but he has his own apartment in their multi-house, their multifamily house. However, he stays with me when he has to work. I have never been to his mother's house. I don't even know the address. I have never been in his apartment that he says he has at his mother's house. So I spend my holidays alone most of the time because my family relationships are not the best. He is well aware of this. He has spent most of his time prior to meeting me in prison, so he is just building his family relationships. I want to know if I'm setting, if I'm settling, or doing a disservice to myself, or should I really reconsider this relationship in our future together? Leave. Sorry, going.
2: Leave. Bye. <laughs> what are you? I'm not settling for nothing i'm not settling no more for nothing no i ain't met nobody i only met half of this and half of no 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 either you give me your all or you give me none at all you're not giving me breadcrumbs bread, whatever they call you're not giving me scraps you're not giving me bits and pieces you got one foot in one foot out no uh-uh but
1: well, listen he he was in prison and he's just rebuilding his family perhaps this guy is not as... He's ashamed of where he stayed
4: he really likes this person. Oh, it could be this. This me. I'm not just going to take you to my mom if I don't know if this is solid. And I'm not being funny. It's two sides to a story. Maybe some stuff is lacking on her end that so he want her to fit. I'm not going to bring everybody around my kids if I don't know that you are the one. Because that's introducing people to my kids, and then if it don't work, I got to explain all this stuff to my kids and everything else. People get in too
1: quick. With
2: a seven year relationship so how come he met two uh, he's, you say he met two of the four already right? right uh-huh so then he's comfortable enough to allow unless he don't see the other two because of the circumstances of his background unless he doesn't see the other two but if he sees the other two why can't I meet them all and if they've been in a relationship for how long seven years yeah and he, she hasn't met the mom, but you coming to stay with me? You coming to lay up in my bed with me? But I haven't met your family after seven years? What's the two sides of the story? The second side of the story is I will see you later. Bye-bye.
0: <laughs>
2: That's it. That's the end of the story. There's no two sides. There's no way. Seven years is a long time to still be trying to figure out if you want me to see this person, if you want me to meet this person, but you land up with me? Mm-hmm. You have access to me? Oh. Um, no. I'm not maybe maybe I didn't understand, but you know, I'm the only female my other my other co host. Like and he might not have a good relationship with his mom like that. Maybe
4: his mom is the type of woman where she don't think no woman is
2: ever
4: too good for her son.
1: Well, you know what? <laughs> Late but here is here. Let's... <laughs> Our friend has joined the cast.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Today. Whatever. Hey y'all. Yay. Sorry about <laughs> Yeah. I heard T went off about seven years, somebody trying to figure out a relationship. Yeah, so
1: it's a guy um did you hear the letter or no?
5: No, I didn't hear the letter. I mean, can you give me like a little snippet?
1: I'll give you a little snippet. I'm, a 30, I'm 34 years old and have been a seven-year relationship with a man who has four kids with four different women. We work together, and he's never introduced me to his mother. I've only met two of his four children, and he lives in another town with his mother, but he has his own apartment in their multifamily house. But he stays with me whenever he has to work. I've never been to his mom's house, and I don't even know their address. And I've never been to this apartment that he has That is my house. I spend my holidays alone most of the time because my family relationships are not the best, and he's well aware of this. He has spent most of his time prior to meeting me in prison, so he's just building his family relationship. I want to know if I'm settling or doing a disservice to myself, or should I really reconsider this relationship in our future together?
5: Seven years with somebody and you haven't met his family, you don't know his address, there's something wrong.
2: So, I mean,
5: the woman and knowing that he has children and things of that mm -hmm. nature and a family, seven years, no. After the first year, I should know who your people are and where you live. So, yeah,
1: I, I... Huh? So
5: you're, you're you're getting out of it too? Oh yeah, I would have been. I wouldn't have been in it. Uh. Uh-uh. Not. Not for, <laughs> not for seven weeks. <laughs> not for seven after the first after the first year or maybe six months. Mm. I mean, no, no. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. No. She
1: was
5: in did something. I, is she suffering from low self esteem or something? Does she feel like she can't get somebody else or does she feel like she has to be in a relationship? Because that's not a relationship.
2: No, it's not. Now,
5: on, that's no. a ship. <laughs> no, that's a ship. <laughs>
0: but she got for her own family, so the way I'm reading,
5: and that is a ship. She is allowing him to come and yeah. stay with her. She's the ship.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: There is no relation. It's a ship.
4: Yeah, but but she also do not have a lot of time with her. So they may think that no they're But she got a bad with her own family. So you want to be my family,
5: but I can't be your family because you got a bad relationship with them. So, that has nothing, that no. has nothing to do with anything. That has nothing to do with anything.
0: Mm-mm.
5: That Mm-mm. has nothing to do with anything. If you love me and you're professing your love and you care for me, you will take me around the people that you care mm-hmm. for. He is living probably with his wife and not his mother and um, his four children.
0: Could be, but,
2: you know, you don't about love and <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Just um. you know, she's settling. I think she, I think. <laughs>
0: more i think she she might have some
2: issues with her family and it's maybe got her in a low space and in a a not so good place and she's settling and i think that you know it's time for her to let it go he can't i think she
5: needs therapy i i you know i'm an advocate for therapy she needs to go to therapy to find her to figure out herself and her Mm -hmm. likes and what she wants that would be my recommendation. Just go to therapy.
0: Well, we
1: have a caller on the line to voice their, their opinion on the situation. So let's go to the lines. Hi, right, caller, you're on the air.
0: Hello. I am calling in reference to the letter that you just wrote. First and foremost, the first part about him being, in, well, down in there, him being in prison, that would have been enough for me like we it wouldn't we didn't need to go any further we <laughs> we we didn't need to have any more conversations and this despite what me and my family have going on has nothing to do with you just being out of prison or however long you were in prison, and then you stay at my house for work, and I'm never mm-hmm. like we would' have never even gotten that far like I didn't even need to know your family dynamics because we wouldn't have got past you being in prison. <laughs> Oh, my. What about second chances? Some people that you I can have a second chance, but I am not. Right? <laughs> I, I am not. I would not be the person to give you. The courts may give you a second chance. The Ooh. judge may have gave you a second chance. But it is not for me to give you a second chance. I don't have to. No. I'm good on that. You're good what on that. I'm you good can't on
5: jail for, So you just jail is just out period when they say jail that's just like nah never mind
0: i just don't look first okay first of all let me say this people can accept whoever i'm just for me i'm i just mm-hmm. i'm just building just building and just i just can't do it because there's too many there's too many things and granted there's a lot of entrepreneurs out here and there's a lot of there's a lot of you know things, but then you know, depending on what that person went to jail for, there's no coming back from that. No matter no matter how many second chances you got, some things are just you just can't come back from that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Well, everybody
5: everybody has their standards, you know. Mm-hmm. I respect that.
1: All right. Well, thank you, caller. Uh, we have some good topics coming up, so hopefully you'll stay tuned in and call us back. Thank you. Right. Thank
5: you. You're welcome. Thank you.
1: Okay. So
2: tell you what's next. Um, so I have a y'all are killing me today. Wow. Okay. So I have a um a couple uh, six unpopular relationship opinions I want to get you guys' uh thoughts on. So a black woman therapist on Twitter named Six Unpopular Relationship Opinions that she stands by no matter what. So basically she says that these six opinions are valid. So the first one, a lot of people would be much better off if they remain single and not in a relationship or not get married. How do y'all feel about that? True. Sure. I I I can agree to a certain extent
5: and the reason why is because um if you know that, you know, not every, well, As when you're younger, of course, you're going through relationship stuff, but as you get older, like in your 40s and your 50s, in my opinion, if you are not sane, like mentally sane or mentally healed from your past hurts, I wouldn't recommend getting into another relationship. That's That's just me. I think it depends on the age. And when you're younger, of course, you're, you're going through these relationships, you're trying to figure things out. But when you get older, yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend it if you're not, if you don't know who you are because cool. you can that other person up, not knowing who you are and what you desire and things of that nature. That's just my opinion. Cool. Justin?
4: Hmm. But you say like, after 40, you shouldn't date?
2: No, it just says, in general, are you talking to Renee or uh, towards my topic? Your topic. No, she just said a lot of people would be much better off single, just in general. Like, there are just some people who do not need to date, who do not need to be in anyone else's life. It doesn't say, like, background-wise or, you know, what you've been through. It's just in general, like, just some people yeah. just should remain on their own journey by themselves. And
5: there are some people who know that they need to remain on their own journey by themselves. And I respect that too. There are some people out there that know that.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay. I always say I'm broke in between, which I agree that some people know that they're not very material. Don't so, you know that you're not very material? You have to be the HO, you know, eat that you are and just stay single and do those things well why are they i to be a hoe well i'm not a hoe you know I, i'm just saying some people are just not mature material you have some that are mature. material um so i just think if you know that relationships are not for you especially long-term relationships just do those
1: things <clears throat> have you guys ever been in a period in your life where you were just a free spirit and you were just doing you, you everything was about you whether you were in... You know, like the stage you're going through now, building career, your mind. Like you said earlier, the two things in your life right now. What are they, Summer? It's school and work. Nowhere did you mention a husband, a child,
4: baby. What? You know, you're in <laughs> my life. And all I mean, you.
1: I know I'm doing them because we got papers. But I'm just saying. Oh God. It wasn't listed in that. That those are priorities right now for you, and I understand that because everybody goes through that career-building stage. And I think that's one of the topics. I think that's one of the things that I didn't consider with the 20-year age. I've been through what you're going through now, and that's why seeing you buy your car and all that kind of stuff, that's exciting because I remember when I was to a point where I could buy what I want. So I'm like, okay, but we're at different place. So I can see where somebody could be in a place in their life where they're free. They don't want to be
0: and down yeah. the road, if they get settled, that's the change. Right now, okay, Yeah. You
2: that.
5: So, <laughs> that. so there's this guy that I watch on Facebook, right? And I believe the guy was in jail. I believe that he was, but um, he is focusing on himself. Mhm. I respect. There comes a point in in your life, you know, it as I am, you know, focusing on me. Whereas being in a relationship with somebody, I tried to conform to what they wanted me to be, and I was not happy right. I wasn't even happy with myself so now you know I'm at the point where you you get to the point where yeah it i'm selfish yeah i am I'm selfish, and I'm learning me, I'm learning what I like and what I don't like, and the next person that comes into my life has to accept me for who I am and not try to change me and conform me to what they want me to
2: be. Mm-hmm. I agree. And to add to that, you have to still allow that person to be their own individual. There needs to be two individual people. You got to keep your own individuality too. So if I go into whenever I'm ready and I go into that person, like you have to have your own separate identity. As well,
5: yeah. just like me, you we can't, I cannot mesh ever again. I cannot, so. I think the Ooh. best advice Ooh. my me was build your own life.
2: Yeah.
5: That was the best advice that he gave me, and I didn't understand it at that time because I was so engaged in him and his family and things of that nature that when things went away, I didn't have anybody. So that was the best advice he gave me. Because I started building my own life. So when that other person comes in, they're going to have to accept me and everything else that comes with me. Just like I would have to accept them and everything that comes with them as well.
2: And I think it makes it easier if you guys, if you both are secure in who you are and you're willing to, you know, to, mesh together basically come together but if you guys realize that this is not who you want to be with either or it makes it easier to be able to walk away as well so once you're secure in who you are it doesn't matter who's there okay what's the
1: second
2: one All right. next one is if we nurtured our friendship more we wouldn't focus so much on romantic relationships
0: Mm, that's a good one, though. Oh
1: my
5: gosh, you said the same thing. Yeah, that's that's I a good that. one. I agree with this. I agree.
1: With
4: because,
5: that. I, like, we're in a day and age now where sexuality is so prevalent. Like, we get to build the the friendship relationship, and it's more sex, 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 which mm-hmm. it shouldn't be a relationship. It should be friendship, build it, and then it should lead to intimacy, and then whatever next. So, yeah, I I agree with that one. Because then you know, you're not looking at the person like you hate
2: them, because all y'all doing is having sex. And there's nothing else. There's no substance. There's no anything behind it. Yeah. Don't worry about that.
1: Okay. So what's the next one? <laughs>
2: You don't have to, you don't have to stay for the kids. In fact, you're causing them more harm. I hear Uh-oh. that
5: all the time. I hear that all the time and I'm a witness to it because that's what I did for a long time. And the crazy thing is that your children know. Your children know when you're not happy. We definitely do. I, Children told her, "You need to leave. You need to because you're not happy."
1: Yeah. And I think you're as a kid, you know when your parents are not happy. They're, I don't.
4: Yeah. You know,
1: I don't subscribe to that. Because my grandmother used to say that. Yeah, I just, if you look at the kids that come from divorced families, you look at that. Like, oh, my God. girl, I would have preferred to my parents' family. <laughs>
5: But then also when you're going through the divorce process, you have to make your children feel comfortable. I had to tell my son, this is not because of you. Because a lot of kids internalize that and think that they, they were the issue and they're some of the reason why, and they're not. It's just the two adults just decided not to, Try to work things out, or they couldn't work things out, so they decided to let things go. You also have to make your kids comfortable and let them know that they're not the reason.
2: Mm Mhm. That's true. That is true. I think it might be in in the middle of you know um in the middle of it all, it probably is very easier said than done. It's probably hard for. Because they're arguing, and they're trying to figure things out, and then things get nasty, and they completely forget, you know, that the children yeah. see and feel all those things, too. But I do agree. It would be nice to have that. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, next one. Marriage is a business deal, even if you don't view it that way. Absolutely. ooh And it definitely ends oh. up there. <laughs> well.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: Yes. why do you
1: say because it is I mean it's a, number one it's a contract it's a legal contract mm-hmm. and that, that, that makes it a business and then there's definitely a lot of investment money liabilities assets everything that a business has <laughs> and the whole job is to keep this business afloat not to let it sink not let it become a system. so There are lots of hunting compromises, rewriting, adding addendums, amendments,
0: (laughs) rewriting. You
5: you sending that to the underwriter, huh? you be sending stuff to the underwriter, huh? (laughs) Uh,
0: We we had to
1: buy one of the prepaid plans because we're always doing them every week. We're determined determined to make it work, right? Justin. Okay.
0: (laughs) Okay. okay. Sorry. (laughs)
4: Renavel to uh, yes. me. Just... Um, my no, you know. in my house There you go. The only way out is
5: on a one or two ways. In your car? Nope. If God takes you or he lets somebody else take you And I got my okay. Rose in my
4: hand. It's your house is it's our house. It's not your house. Thank it's you. our house. But, but, but I see you after
3: the show, sweetie. I see you after the show. Meet me in the
1: street. <laughs> oh, it's definitely. I mean, after everything settles, and we had a beautiful wedding. I thought that was wonderful. Ooh, but after everything settles, it really comes down to figuring out a way to keep this business alive. And that's the hard work. And I would agree you know, this is probably the only time that I will say it is I would I have to say to Justin that he's probably the reason why we are continuing to make it this long because I have a, a mindset of, okay, if it's not working, i got to find something that's working and I will quit quick. but because of the, what you just heard right there, um, that's just giving me more tenacity to continue to go back to the board, rewrite and revisit Recompromise, and, and of course, LaKeisha, who's been with us for over a year. I think I put more work into this than I was. It's my first marriage, too. But I put more into this relationship that I have in any relationship I've ever been in, and I've only been in before. But yeah. I will say, anybody, anybody having any relationship
4: with you, God can fix it. And if you need
2: a therapist call LaKeisha. Next, um,
0: the
2: next one is. Hey, okay, did you want to answer? I'm not, I'm not no,
3: doing this. No, I'm not. Summer, mm-hmm. I wanted.
0: Yes. Okay, go ahead. Can I ask a question? Yeah.
5: So, Will, I, I, you said it's a lot of compromising and stuff. So, do you feel that you are are compromising and losing yourself, or you're able to be your authentic self?
1: question. Let me let me dissect it.
2: I need a snack. I <laughs> am able Okay, now this is gonna show
1: you for a loop. I am still learning who my authentic self is. Okay. That's
4: what
1: I'm in. But compromising I'm learning to compromise on being one with another person. Okay. and I don't consider that or I don't perceive that as being losing myself um, is just learning how it is to coexist with another person
5: successfully. Okay. That's fair. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Okay. What's, What's the next, uh, Summer?
2: <laughs> your partner is not supposed to be your piece. They can enhance your life, though. I agree with that. I agree. Oof.
0: Oof. Can
2: you feel me, again? Mm-hmm. I'll say it all day long. Your partner wow. is what? Your partner is not supposed to be your piece. They can enhance your life, though.
1: hmm
5: Okay, I think. They- and they can find ways to assist you in being peaceful, but they cannot be your peace. Does that make sense? They cannot be your peace. Like happy yeah. not Oh man. Lord. That's where I feel it.
1: That's where I fall short. Well
5: always- because we have expectations oh. by my partner. Mm-hmm. I think you put, yeah, we put too many expectations on our partner. Yeah, I mean, there, there are days when, you know, I would, co- I would come home and y- you know my mood and you may, you know, run me a bath and things of that nature. But that shouldn't be an expectation because they can't provide you with that peace. You know who got, who can provide you with peace? The Lord above. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The is all understanding.
4: Come on, lady. Mm-hmm. They can
5: be a piece of that peace, but they cannot be your peace. That make does that make sense? Oh, I, yeah.
2: yeah, absolutely. We all we are in agreements with that. You don't make yourself happy. <laughs> Can't nobody make you happy to yourself. Yep. No, True.
4: For real. Cool. All okay. right. Last.
2: I got one more. Okay. Going to. Mad at each other isn't always bad. Sometimes we need time to process and gather our thoughts. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: I don't agree in a opinion. Mm. You know, Because God forbid if one person was to pass away during that night and you didn't get it right with your spouse. I
1: think mean,
4: you're just trying to get it right before you go to sleep because tomorrow is not tomorrow. Well, if they die and people need to win by people. Oh, Jesus, you know what? I ain't going to talk about it because God ain't going to punish me
5: with these conversations. <laughs> I think, I i mean, I know what the word says. Don't let the the, the sun go down on your wrath. I understand that. But I do understand when you know your partner, if things have gone to to the left and your partner needs some space to think about what they're coming back to say, give them that space. Because mm-hmm. what's going to happen is you keep prodding them. They're going to say something that you're not going to like and they may end up regretting it. So I think if you know what your partner or learn your partner, you know when to give them that space and to, to allow them to get their thoughts together. Because for me, I go off i go zero to 100 in two seconds. So, me yeah. that space so I can regroup so I can think about the situation and come back and be like, you know what, babe, I thought about it and maybe we should do it this way and things of that nature. It's not yeah. what you say is how you say it. Yeah. That makes yeah. the difference.
4: Well, you know, some spouses don't like to come back and talk about you. No, I prefer. But- there was no
1: other things talk. Oh Yeah. You know, so over you
2: know, you don't always have to be so upset either. Like you can still, you can table the conversation. There's a way to end it yeah. and say, okay, look, we are agreeing to disagree right now. Let's take some time. Let's sleep on it. That doesn't, you still are probably upset and, haven't got your point across or vice versa or haven't got to the root of the issue. But I don't think that it's nothing wrong with saying, okay, let's just go to bed and let's talk about this tomorrow. Let's get some dinner or something like that. You still have that in you though. So you're still kind of going to bed upset or whatever, but it's a way to deescalate the situation in the moment to prevent, like Renee said, from it going that far. And okay. then there's no coming back. So I agree. You can,
5: I, I think what is. I
3: used
5: to do take drives. I used to get in my car and drive and listen to music to calm me down. That's what I would do to get my space. Mm-hmm. Well
1: yeah. Um, that's something that, that's a skill that I learned. Um, I, I was under the thought that you know, I'm supposed to call I'm to be angry, but like you said, sometimes you need to go to jail. You know, give you time to de-escalate, change your mind on something that perhaps you will get again. And, you know, it leads to more productive conversation once both of them fall down. So, yeah, I mean, are going to be a man? I'm never going to be a man. Oh, I, I always try to make it, you know, settle before you ever get to
4: work or and, you know, I just you know my TV and I watch watch TV and
1: my shows or I mean, before the end of the night, you know, I haven't say before the end of the night, you know, you can get out of it. Oh, oh. All right, want to go over the one that you wanted me to play. Summer. Oh, yeah. That's-
0: I mean, I'm not coming back.
1: You
0: won't come
4: back.
1: <laughs> he's gonna send you some flowers oh. okay here we go I'm looking for it was a regimented husband which means I wasn't a good husband I was just good on paper I came home she stayed
4: home she didn't have to work she had babies so during that marriage I'm man. this is what the bible says this is what you know this that and the other and I'm I'm young, I'm like a lot of early 30s. I was in the streets, and so she started recording. And so my response was, I got you. I just didn't like you, but you came here and they you were know, the During that year, I spent time just trying to be a better man. And I know that's very cliche and very general but
1: trying to be more gentle, trying to be very gentle because I wasn't always gentle on my words on my tone I was I was particular. critical of her long time. So I spent that time pulling away in
4: places where I thought I'd cause her pain. Yesterday was an employer for part, but I don't really go into those because I know what I do. And I think a on this, a room ins
1: You're not being a without character. I was a regimented husband, which means I did not a good husband. I was a good girl. a I was a good girl. I was a I was not a good I a good I was a a
2: um, the overall gist of it is he basically was a good husband on paper but uh-huh. not really a good person. A good husband in person. He was he didn't say verbally abusive, but he was very um he wasn't careful with his words. He was uh-huh. critiqued her a lot. He was a stay at home mom. He worked on the outside of the home And came home and kind of just basically like laid in, you know, laid on her about the things that she could and could not do. So, it came a point in time where he decided, um, I think she said that she wanted a divorce. And he said, give me one year before we divorce to work on myself. To work on, you know, my emotions, my maturity. Basically, let me get myself together and prove to you that I can be the husband that you need to be. Because I personally know that I wasn't being the husband.
4: Wow. And she gave him a year. What a-
2: so do you guys think that she should have given him a year? Do you think? I absolutely
1: That started with the conversation between people who love each other and see that there's something worth saving. And then they gave each other grace. And they gave each other a year to get it together. Understanding that in the end, they can honestly say that they tried everything. Oh my goodness, what, what a wonderful video to find! What do y'all think? Renee, can
2: you go and I'm gonna go last? Nah,
1: I'm going last. Renee.
5: Okay, I'm sorry, but I couldn't even under, I couldn't even really hear what he was saying. So. You're saying that he was a husband on per, on paper, like, you know, taking care of the bills, taking care of the home and stuff,
0: mm-hmm.
5: but in person, his, he wasn't, you know, he was berating his wife and things of that nature. Is that what you were saying?
2: Yeah, he was critiquing the little things that she did around the house. Like, he, he just wasn't attentive to her. Like, he wasn't a good person in the marriage. Like, he wasn't being a good person to his wife
5: so what's the question
2: he asked for she asked for a um divorce, and he asked uh-huh. if he could get if he could have a year to prove that he could be the a better husband that he could be the husband that he knew he needed to be uh-huh. so he could correct the behaviors that he was displaying that was you know not favorable to become a better person to her to their marriage to basically pour into, you know.
5: I think that takes a real man to take accountability of his actions. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think for me, I would probably do it separate. I would probably separate so that they'll be able to do the work on themselves and prove to me that this is what they really and truly wanted. That means, like, dating me like taking me out and, you know, doing stuff. So my dynamics would be different. I'm I'm glad he took accountability, but we wouldn't be able to be in the same household for him to work on that. He would have to prove that this is what he wants. That's the just- move.
2: Yeah. I don't think he I don't know if he I don't remember him mentioning if they stayed in the same house or not. So I it didn't he didn't say that
5: oh have like, yeah yeah he took an ability because some men wouldn't won't even do that
1: Mm-hmm.
4: <clears throat> mm-hmm. okay so my outlook on it um i'm glad he asked for a year um as a spouse i hope she gave him a year because um this, oh, this and the reason being the same way God showed us grace. We need to do the other life. The <sighs> biblical vows that we do at the altar, we want to sit on those vows and we're going to be tested and tried on every side. And it's, can you go back to the bedwalk on what built the relationship? And yeah, he might have creeped her. And this is me. If you sit at home all day, and I'm up here working in the street, and I come home and the house ain't clean, yeah, I might be a little agitated if I work 16 hours or whatnot. So she's got to show him grace, too. It's all the thing you're doing is getting at home and taking care of the home. But I will say this, it- in the time of her giving him a year, I hope he found himself and she found herself, too, because to find out, can I do more in the house than what I'm doing? What can she do more to keep him from being agitated when he comes home and what he can do to work on his trigger when he comes home so he's not agitated when she's not doing what she needs to do to keep the, the home together because she wants to stay at home spouse. So what can I do to make the relationship better on both their ends, not just pointing the finger, because sometimes to look in the mirror. What can I do to strengthen this relationship and not just point the finger at the other person. Why are you yelling? push beyond our pain to make a
1: relationship
4: work and we invite God
5: into the situation and let God restore it? What a Why are you mother. yelling? Oh, so he Why can be hurt like part, I huh? have to yell tell you You can't hear from sweetie. Oh, okay. I was, I was just asking. I so, think that that would be a conversation that both of them would sit down and have if, as as adults, you know, instead of him coming home agitated, be like, baby, is it possible for you? But that's a learned behavior. You have to learn how to communicate effectively. So maybe that's what he's going to do with this therapy or this year that he's taking. Mm-hmm. to put up some work,
4: too. What have I done wrong? just like to lay at home
5: I didn't say that she didn't need the work. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. They probably both need work. But it also it, it has it has to be work and agreed upon work. One may agree and one may not. She may have said, "No, nah, I don't want to do that. Go about your business. I've had enough."
1: Yeah.
2: I think that's what he was saying. It's just all from. It's from. We don't know what she said and what she did and did not do, just from him. So he was basically, like everyone said, taking accountability. Like I know what I did, because it led her to want to divorce me. So not saying yeah, I'm perfect, but he's saying, you know, this is what I needed to do differently. Yeah, I like
0: that he took accountability. What did you say, Tanya? Okay. Okay, is this over? <laughs> Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
2: he took accountability. <laughs> I think that, you know, what works for them is it's great. They're still together from what I saw. Um so it sounds like it worked it looks like it worked out good and um you know, more people need to be mature like that. That's all mm-hmm. I got to say, my friends.
1: Okay. <clears throat> all right. So yeah, this just is the last topic right here. I mean, we so this is a deeper one a different one. This is um, from my girl Oprah. So she was went to the concert that I cannot go to she went to Beyonce and she had a life changing experience. She had a life changing experience at the concert. of um, Beyonce concert show clips of it and she like it. it was transformational and um, it's helping her learn how to turn up the volume in her life. So I'm gonna play the clip and then I'm gonna ask you
3: If you get a chance to see Beyonce this summer, you should do it. It is like a transcendent experience to watch somebody in their full power. You know, I often say that all of us are living or striving to have the fullest expression of ourselves as a human being. That is someone, Miss Beyonce, who is fully expressed to the maximum degree with the volume fully turned up in her life and it made me think about my own life differently which is what real art does Um, whether you see a beautiful painting or go to a, a, a a concert that moves you or hear a piece of music it is inspiring something in you to be better to grow to the next level to expand uh and i felt that way about the beyonce concert um watching her and her full glory and so i am asking you this question this week what can you do because i'm thinking about this for myself to turn up the volume in your own life
1: Okay. So, end it right there. So, thinking about us, thinking about the group, thinking about, let's say, six months ago when someone was still here, and it seemed like our little nest was a little bit tighter. You know, I know we're all going through things. Talia, tell you, new life, new location, Renee, new influence syndrome. Justin, you just on your professional journey, and I'm still trying to figure out what the hell is going on with me. But you know, when you think about this next chapter of your life, what do you think that you can do, or what do you plan to do? Turn up the volume in your life, be bold and courageous, um, like Oprah, and and step into this next chapter. And then the second part is, where do you find your inspiration? To do so?
0: Okay,
5: I think for me, I mean, I I agree to disagree. And I know that uh, well, I guess I need to talk about my own life, but I'm thinking about people that can't experience stuff like that. Like like I and I understand that she's to me it's kinda like you're talking to the privileged. <laughs> Maybe this is just my mindset, I think. But Beyonce wouldn't have made me think about turning up my life. That's not that's at just all. me. My circumstances and my situation have caused me to start enjoying my life.
0: Absolutely.
5: So th- that that's where me and, and Oprah differ. Mm-hmm. It, I'm not going to see nobody. I'm not, you know, they're not going to make me think about turning. it. I think situations and circumstances that you go through
3: mm-hmm. eventually
5: mm-hmm. cause you to be like, okay, I want to experience something different. I want to enjoy my time here, and who can I enjoy it with? Yep. So yeah, I I don't I don't I don't care for them. Okay, I'm done.
1: <laughs> okay, totally missed the point. But okay, I get what you're saying. Um, you Kyle, have, what,
5: Summer, you what were you saying? Are you saying that no, I no, totally missed? At- it?
1: Her whole, the whole point was, as she said, she said sometimes you see music, you see art, you read a book, you hear a message in church, and it makes you think about your life. And she said she, for her, it was the, the Beyonce concert. And I hear a lot of people who go to the concert say that it was just transforming. The messages, the images, everything that she put into the show. And it made them think to change their mind. She wasn't saying that it had to be Beyonce. She said art. She was saying whatever. As, but, you know the purpose of it is to inspire you to, to want to do something
5: different. If it's successful, yeah. And that's understandable. Now I, I'll take that, but I'm. I think I was thinking about the people that are not that privileged to see art or hear music, and how I mean, how did how does that relate to them? But that's another topic. But you know, okay. Uh,
1: you shouldn't be that broke that you can't see art somewhere. You can look up in the sky to see art. You can see clouds and daydream and see.
5: But when you're in a low, low place, you're uh-huh. not thinking about art. <laughs> but I understand. I understand. We'll, we'll keep it on Oprah's okay. level. Okay. All
1: right. All right. And what did you say, something?
2: Um, I guess I was kind of under I, – I didn't – there's, to me, in this season that I'm in my life, there's nothing that I'm – looking to, I'm like Renee, there's nothing that I'm looking to turn up like to blow anything out of the water, like I have some things coming up that I'm excited about next chapter in my life, but right now I'm like as my good, good friend tells me all the time, I'm in a season of rest I'm in a season of enjoying myself, I'm in a season of allowing people to pour into me, I'm in a season of just seeing what comes next, not forward thinking, future thinking, like always thinking what's next, what's coming, what I got to do, because that doesn't do anything but cause us to go into anxiety and crash mode. And then if you don't hit your goal, now you're, you know, you're upset. Like, I just want to, I just want to be free at this. point. I just want to not think as much. I don't want to hustle as much. I don't want to be in that survival mode, that go mode. Like, I want to dress up. I want to look pretty. I want to call my friend and ask him how to put on makeup. Like, you know, I just want to laugh with my friends.
1: Absolutely what she's saying. Have a
2: good time. So That's
1: absolutely what she's saying.
2: I'm not put. I thought turn turning up means up the volume in your
1: life. That's turning up the volume in your life. That's what she's talking about.
2: That sounds like turning down the volume because to me turning up means put your foot on the gas and going, like if you want to be a full entrepreneur, okay, I want to be an entrepreneur. How do I turn up the next? Okay, I want to, I need to set a plan, a business plan. Now I need to create content. That's to me, that's turning up because you have something in you that you're moving forward to, to kind of move. Like I feel like I'm turning the volume down. I'm bringing this from, you know, Jay-Z to Janelle Aiko, like, bring me on down, baby, like, calm me down a little bit, let me live, let me breathe, let me sit outside and look at the the moon and, the, you know,
1: okay. I don't... So let me get success, because perhaps a lot of things have changed. So school is not in your plan no more?
2: Yeah, I said I have some things going, coming up in the future.
1: you saying about, you Doing the makeup, you're not a makeup wearer. so you're thinking about wearing makeup now, right? And dressing up. Well, I,
0: mean, yes no. I-,
1: yes no. I yes or no?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, that's a turn up. Everything doesn't have to be from a one to a ten. One to one and a half is a turn up.
2: Okay. I mean I guess you know, we have everybody has a different perspective when you you can look at a picture and everybody can see it differently. And from you know, what she's saying to me from it being a standpoint of Oprah and then looking at Beyonce on how her elevation everybody keeps saying that this concert is so great and the pyro technology and all these lights and how perform her performance like she took it up a notch. So mm-hmm. when to me well, for a billionaire, like, I got to take it up. Now, to me, it sounds like she wants to buy America. Like, <laughs> like to me, that's what... Y'all digging mean, too deep. If your volume is at a one
4: and you turn it up to a 1.5 or a two, you turn the volume up. Yeah. You're not still at that one level anymore. You're at a different level, but you turn the damn volume up. So... Okay. It never turned nothing up but once you go to that 1.1 i don't
1: know if it's a point one right. you turn that
4: damn volume up you no longer
2: at a one anymore
1: right
4: that's what well, can
2: awful. you can you both answer the question so we can get a better yeah, sure. uh, what are you guys doing to turn up hold, then
1: hold for one second hold for one second i believe hi call caller on the air
5: do we have a caller You do. It's Dr. Rita Louise. How are you tonight? Hi, Dr. Louise. Hey, Will. How's it going? It's
1: going great. Were you you the guest for tonight? I was. Yes. i supposed to have been at
5: 7.30. Oh. Well, then just put me back in the green room and I'll just chill till 7.30. Or I can join you now. I don't care.
1: You must. What, what times on you? Because we're it's eight fifteen here. Central. Oh, uh-huh. okay. that's you uh-huh. said. Yeah, So what I'm going to do is, I'm so sorry. I'll have D give you reach back out to you. Um Because okay. yeah, we're right. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. All right. So okay. So for me. That thing came from, I've talked to Summer a couple times on the show. I think the the show where I asked what feeling that we had been feeling the most or something like that, with emotions. Mm-hmm. I was saying mm-hmm. self-doubt, all that kind of stuff. So I went to Toastmasters. I go to Toastmasters a lot. And one of the worst parts that I get the most anxiety um, is there's a part called table topics, which is when it's just like um, spontaneous.
5: Random. Random yep.
1: topics. And I absolutely, like, my my um, nephrology, what is it called? Neuropathy in my feet start to burn because I have such anxiety because I'm a planner. If you tell me what I have to talk about, I can plan it and nail it, but I'm not good on the spot. So to make a long story short is they called me up, uh, called me up, and they gave me a topic. And I delivered on it. Not sure how I did. Well, I wasn't sure on how I did I think five people did it. And at the end of the, the meetings, they're always given an award for table topics. And lo and behold, I won. It's not the first time I won. I won a couple times that I did it. I got an email from the president who said that he knows how nervous I am about hot topics, but he does not know how, why I feel that way because he checked it and I have won hot topics a lot of times. And he thinks I'm a great speaker and he would love to develop it more. So I said all that to say that I plan to turn up a notch by taking more of a risk on myself because I have huge dreams and plans that I had two years ago. And each year I think this is going to be the year, this is going to be the year, and I allow myself to keep myself stagnant because of my lack of belief in myself. So I'm going to turn up the, the volume in my life by taking a risk on me. And that just looks like um, looking for opportunities and whether I'm scared or not, not allowing myself to talk myself out of it and just go for my dreams because i'm 52 and i don't want to be 53 still with these dreams i had since i was 48 so that's mine oh
0: you just it's just me
2: huh <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay Hi. go ahead Hi. justin because i y'all Hi. are proving my you're proving my point but go ahead justin so mine
4: is almost the same um, this next chapter in my life i'm trying to the road, um to where uh, I really do not like being a people person really. Um, with this next career chapter, I am planning for jobs, even um, my current um, company that I don't think I qualify for, but based on my background, I'm planning for this next chapter um, to where I can be fully, fully in management, um, sitting back and enjoying life. So I am telling the volume sending the resumes in, whether I get it, get the interview or not. I'm being bold and courageous and trying to shoot my shot while I can. Um, so then I just get packed up, uh, having interviews for different um, positions. So I just like in this space, you yeah, got to do what you got to do to be bold and courageous and show people that you deserve to sit at the table that other people sit at. Cool.
1: Cool. All right. All right, tell you what was your point?
2: I mean, oh my God. I, I feel like y'all are, You you guys are striving for something, like you you're pushing towards something. And mm-hmm. what I was saying is that there's we are retracting back a little bit and just kind of like chilling a little bit more like we're not there's not a lot of things that right now we want to create memories and experiences and just enjoy the life that we were given y'all are pushing towards outside your comfort zone you are looking for opportunities like that's exactly what I was saying turning it up a notch means what she like what I was saying she was looking for something else to get into to turn up to be better than what she is currently at like wherever she is right now she wants to maybe r- write another maybe a cookbook this year or maybe do a coloring book or something like that like it's striving to be something outside of what you're already doing that's what that's what turning it up is and where and to me turning it up does not mean that i'm wearing like i want to wear makeup and dress dress up that's no, that's just stepping into a little bit more softer side of myself, a little more feminine side of myself, like just feeling myself. And that's not turning anything up. That's just kind of coasting at this point to enjoy what I have at this moment until it's time for me to move into another chapter. But hey, to me, 10, I'm like, oh, some,
4: I'm sorry. like you're saying, when you apply for college, you're here to a notch. But something that you don't have right now, that you are pursuing. But you did turn up the notch. You, you you took the courage. You put in the application. You wrote the paperwork. You got people to um do your um, letters of recommendation. They still turn
2: up the notch. I wasn't considering that. No, no one really knew about that. I wasn't presenting that on the podcast. But thanks, guys. <laughs> oh, I, I, that was me. That's why I said I have things going on. I never said yeah. what I have going on, but I'm talking about currently right now. Okay. I'm not turning anything up like that. Uh, so. All right. All
1: right. We can, yeah. Well, Thank y'all. We great show, great show. I love the conversation. I miss y'all, and you know, even though I feel it, I don't know if the grief agrees. We don't talk as much. We don't see each other as much, but I still love you. You're still, my girls. And, um, I hope you'll come back, um, somewhere you're under contract, so you'll be here next week, but I hope our other two guests will come and join us again.
0: Yeah,
2: this is fun. I think we should try to do a, um, maybe a final virtual one, try to put that into work. Yeah,
1: that would be nice. Yeah, for the, the last show, is September 19th. Maybe okay. that one would be good. I would like that. Okay, Great. Well,
5: so you tell right. me I have to come my camera. Is that what you're saying?
1: Huh?
5: I said yeah. you trying to say I have to come on camera. You need to make sure my oh, hair is yeah. done. That's the
1: guy. You
5: don't want be on camera. Okay. My, my hair and makeup is done. That's what you need to make sure. Okay. I'll, you know
1: what? I'll volunteer. I will do it. I will do
5: it. Oh, look at, oh, look at the Lord.
0: Okay. Ooh, Bless you. <laughs> this
2: is a podcast about everything and about nothing.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> now on that note,
5: good night. See
1: you next. All right, week. Bye, I, love I love you. You guys. Thanks for tuning in to tonight's show. I hope you get a chance during the week to visit our site at LiveWithWill.com for up-to-date show information, including exclusive opportunities and exciting upcoming interviews. Be sure to tune in next week, same place, same time, for another informative show of real people, real topics, real talks. Let's face it.